0: Up, bros! Welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb, and I'm Jonathan, and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast in 4K Spotlight, we have two new movies coming out. One of them's just just Blu-ray, right? You said.
1: Well, technically, it's one movie and one show.
0: One movie, one show. That's right. So, oh, Caleb. Anyway, the show's only coming out on Blu-ray, but the movie's coming out on 4K. Um, We got nothing for Through the Wall, just because it's been a really slow news week. Um, Mainly just ticket announcements and hype for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. At least that's what I feel this whole week's been. Yeah,
1: that's really what I've seen.
0: Yeah, other than that, um, not a whole lot going on in news, so... We will move straight on into our breakdown of Morbius. So, without further ado, um, let's say we get on into it. Let's do it. Hey guys,
2: I'm Crash, host of the podcast Crash and Tez's Movie Seller. On our show, me and my co-host pick a new movie each week and rate each movie on a few categories that we think are important to making a great movie. After we rate the movie, it gets a final rating, and that lands it somewhere on our seller scale where it will get labeled as either a well, premium, or a top shelf film. Catch us on platforms like Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram as Crash and Taz's Movie Seller, it's Crash, the letter N, Taz Movie Seller with underscores in between each word, and on Facebook, Crash and Taz Movie Seller. Uh, where you, as a listener, can suggest movies for us to rate and also give us some constructive criticism to make the show more entertaining. Overall, don't forget to follow or subscribe and rate and review us and get ready for an entertaining show with us. See you guys then.
0: Alrighty, first up in 4K Spotlight, we got one movie that we're going to discuss, and that movie is Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: The big one.
0: The big one. Yeah, it's so that one's getting a 4K release, and then Chucky season one is also getting a, a Blu-ray release.
1: I never thought that we would just be calling it season one. I, I honestly never thought it'd get a season two. When they first announced it got
0: confirmed it for season two.
1: Oh yeah, they've already yeah they started filming already.
0: Oh freaking a dude.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited, but I I, I didn't think that it would be uh second season because i thought down dom mancini had only planned on it just being one season
0: but maybe he planned on it being that but it just did really well
1: it did actually like sci-fi and usa were actually very very pleased for how well
0: it did noise that's got to feel good
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah
0: yeah so anyway you want to tell us about where we can get no way home (laughs) I would love to. So, I mean, you, you can get it anywhere you
1: buy Blu-rays and, you know, 4Ks, but um, if you want to get an exclusive of it, you have three options. Uh, first, we have the Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, which I don't think is available anymore, or at least at the moment. Um, I don't know if it's completely sold out. If it is, I wouldn't be surprised. And if it is, I'm truly sorry if you guys did not get this. Because it's a beautiful steelbook. And I pre-ordered this bitch back in, like, December. (laughs) Like, I think, like, three days after the movie came out. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I I had to make sure that I got this steelbook. Um, So, yeah, so uh, it's just Spider-Man in the middle uh, with... uh, he, so he's like in a jumping motion and in the background it looks like one of the portals is opening with the city in the background and then you have green goblin, electro and doc ock as well in the background so cool yeah that's pretty cool um and then for the target exclusive uh we have and honestly you know it's really sad i think the target exclusive is like the most boring I actually like Walmart's better um, because it's the stupid, uh, how Sony does it now, where you get uh, exclusive collectible cards. So it's literally just the same, sli- It's so it's, um, or maybe it is different actually. I don't know, from what I've seen like with p- previous Sony releases, it's literally just like the slip cover. It doesn't, like, have anything special. It's just, like, a new slipcover, and they shove the cards behind the slipcover, along with just the regular, um, 4K, uh, box, or mm. whatever, 4K disc, whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is the cheapest option you're going to find, because this one's only twenty seven ninety nine compared to the Steelbook thats four ninety nine. Jeez. Um, but, like, the Steelbook's, like, worth that price, in my opinion, um... So yeah, so there's that, um, and then the Walmart exclusive, which I actually double-dipped on this movie, just because I love that Wal- the Walmart exclusive uh, uh, slipcover. Um, where is it? So it's actually the poster that they released, I think shortly after the movie came out, um, and it's Peter Parker, uh, or Tom Holland's Spider-Man, uh, like kind of like sitting on a ledge without his mask, and it's him like looking out at New York City, and it has like... Uh, like in the uh in the billboards of New York City has like him has a saying like public en- enemy number 1 for Peter Parker and all that stuff and like him looking down it looks so freaking badass. I loved this poster so much. So I love that this is uh they're making this a slipcover because um I hate the regular slipcover for this movie cuz literally it's uh Spider-Man swinging with uh, a bunch of like uh buildings kind of like swirling around him in the background hmm it kind of looks dumb in my opinion
0: like yeah it's hard it's hard to beat that that public enemy one right they should have just made that the regular version and
1: you didn't need to do a walmart exclusive but whatever um and then the just the regular blu-ray has i think this was just the poster um uh, maybe I think like a little. They changed it up a little bit. Uh, so front and center is Spider Man, along with Doctor Strange behind him, and then it has one of the portals opening.
2: Hmm.
1: So, yeah. See, so yes, I I will be getting uh, two copies of Spider Man: No Way Home, but you know what? I think it's worth it
0: because this movie is fantastic. I love this movie. Noise, dude. I feel. I I mean I know we talked about it a little bit. But I got the. Uh, I think we both did. Maybe, but I got the steel book for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yeah, and well. bro, like I feel like that one spoiled the shit out of me because that is such a good steel book. And any steel book now that shows like just that's just regular movie poster. It, just disappoints me to no end <laughs> like it you could they need to hire like a, an artist like or commission an artist to create your your cover for you i mean come on like that's fair like i love that like i f- was freaking going nuts over the hunger games one like all those like artistic covers like oh, are you yeah. kidding me dude <laughs> those are beautiful yeah, like I could easily see myself getting into um, steelbooks if they were to take that route.
1: You know, it's really sad. I'm still on the hunt for that uh, steelbook set because every single version that I've found in store or that I've gotten I mean, I've only gotten one in the mail, but I've literally been to like every Best Buy in Utah County trying to find a good version, and either the spines are slit or the the actual like box set is just beat to shit. Oh man, so it's it's a pain in the ass. I hope to find it in good condition at least one one day because I mean this this set isn't selling out anytime soon. <laughs> honestly,
0: could you? I mean, is the box that important, or do you is the, the box kind of part of it?
1: I feel the box is kind of part of it. It's not like a flimsy box. It's a pretty sturdy box.
0: Okay. I was going to say, because if you could find one where the the covers are just like super nice and the, the box is beat up, just get rid of the box. But I mean, if the box is part of it, then I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. The box is too pretty. I haven't seen one of those in person, so I'll take your word on, on okay. that. Like, well, I'm just, box... I'm simply just impressed with the cover. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Well, because the box has, like, so it has Katniss on the front in her, like, red, um, red outfit, you know, pulling back her bow. And then on the back, it has, like, little square snippets of, like, all of the other important characters. Okay. That's pretty damn cool.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't paying too much attention to that box, so.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if they really showed the box off that well anyway. Like, right. I didn't really know that the box looked that good until I actually saw it in person.
0: Fair. All right, um, let's see. Next up, Chucky Season 1.
1: Yes, so if you guys have seen Season 1 of Chucky and had a good time with it, uh, you can get it on Blu-ray this Tuesday. Um, I don't know how much it's going to be. Hopefully not super expensive, because I think I probably will. I don't know if I want to pick it up on day one or wait for a release. Or, not a release, wow, a drop in price. Damn, that's actually a really good deal. It's going to be 25 bucks for a whole season on Blu-ray. That's really good. How many episodes in the season? Uh, I think there's eight episodes? And they're each an, uh, an hour long.
0: That's not horrible.
1: Yeah. Here, let me double check.
0: Checking these. I haven't personally watched the series yet because I, one I forgot it kind of existed. <laughs> one of the cons of not having cable to remind me every other commercial to <laughs> like—I
2: mean, I think I that's my able.
0: biggest problem with finding new shit to watch. Like, I just kind of forget the shit that I've been like, "Oh, that looks interesting." <laughs>
1: Well, because so with this, I was only able to watch like the first episode when it first came out because they put it on their YouTube or no, I'm sorry, I think it was the first two episodes because sci-fi put them on their YouTube channel. But then after that, I wasn't able to watch the series, the rest of it until it ended and it went on Peacock because the only way you would have been able to watch it was with like live TV on Hulu. And I'm not paying for that extra shit because that shit's expensive. Uh, yeah. No, thank so, you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, so it's eight episodes.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's not. Like, especially if they're hour-long episodes, too. So, damn.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys... So you can pick up two big titles this week. Spider-Man No Way Home and Chucky Season 1.
0: Nice. Alrighty, like we said, nothing for Through the Wall... Um, I mean, I had one thing that I was like considering bringing up, but, I mean, we can just real quick, uh, just cause I, I saw it like right before we started recording, like, and it's just kind of now being brought to mind, <laughs> um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they pushed their release date from Wednesday to Friday.
1: Didn't they announce that last week?
0: Was it last week?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a while. So, oh not shit! A while.
0: I only I only saw it today. <laughs> oh really?
1: Oh dude, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they moved it from May 25th to May 27th.
1: But at least we're getting the first two episodes. So yeah. So at least there's
0: that. Like, gosh, I I wish. Th- I wonder if like releasing on the same day is like like jack them up because what weren't there two shows going at like the same time at one point
1: i cannot remember
0: yeah i want to say it was during loki
1: yeah i think you're right but i found it funny because didn't they used to release their new shows on fridays but then since loki was doing like so well i guess they decided to move it to wednesdays I, well,
0: it was before Loki got released it was Lo- that they changed Loki? it to Wednesday,
1: and now they're changing it back to Friday. Like, I
0: don't know if they're doing that like across the board.
1: I have a feeling they might. I don't know, but if they are, Disney, make up your freaking mind, please.
0: Yeah. Well, that's just that damn day. Well, you got to think too. Um, Ms. Marvel is going to be playing at the same time, so Ms. Unless like, unless they keep Mar- Ms. Marvel on the same date, Ms. Marvel's going to come out on Wednesday, and then Obi-Wan's going to come out on Friday.
1: Okay, that would make more sense. Okay. So maybe the Marvel shows on Wednesdays, Star Wars shows on Fridays.
0: Yeah. Or maybe that's just how they're going to do it when they have two shows running simultaneously.
1: I mean, it's not a bad idea.
0: No. Like, you gotta think, if when people log in at least okay i'm i am I think wasn't it monsters at work that was showing at the same time as loki uh, yeah i think you're right yeah so if you have people tuning in to watch both of those shows then you have you only have like a couple hours worth of their engagement on your your site so maybe this is like a, an engagement tactic to get people to log on more. That's the case, Mark Hall. But. So I, I, was I like, feel hey, a lot of people didn't watch Monsters at Work. Not I at did, work. and it was disappointing.
1: <laughs> I never finished it. I only watched like the first two episodes.
0: It was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it was not great.
1: Cause that's definitely what you want to hear from the sequel series that brings back Mike and Sully. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they didn't leave themselves open for anything further.
1: Oh, oh, did they close it up nicely?
0: Pretty much. Like so, you know how at the end of Monsters, Inc. Um, they ended it with like showing how they were now using laugh energy. And it was like this big old party. Mm -hmm. So they ended Monsters at Work with that scene.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah. Like before, it was... So Monsters at Work was just covering the transition period between them using scare uh, energy and laugh energy. Okay, and so they they closed out the season with like oh now we're using laugh energy now, so this is seriously like it's funny because technically Monsters at Work takes place right after um what's his face gets arrested
1: <laughs> oh water noose
0: yeah so it's like right after he gets arrested and right before they start using like you see the whole laugh energy stuff huh so it was was interesting in that regard i gotta finish it at least honestly (laughs) you don't have to like (laughs) (laughs) well at least he's being honest yeah i the only reason i finished it was just because i need i want had i wanted to watch something else i'm like that what the hell this is new (laughs) And it would stay on my uh, continue watching list for a really long time. So I was just like, I oh, whatever, knock it out. It's
1: like, okay, fine, Disney Plus, I'll do it. God.
0: Yeah, it didn't keep me too interested. Like, I, I lost interest a lot. It's oh, just shit. watching it to have something family appropriate on. I
1: feel that saying so much considering how, at least to me, how good Monsters, Inc. is. And how, like, I feel you could never get bored in that movie because for how quick fast paced it is
0: yeah they had all the ingredients they had freaking um billy crystal and john goodman back but they freaking wasted them which really sucks yeah but anyway so i think that's just a a disney tactic to get people to log on more than one day a week (laughs)
1: If that's the case, kudos to you, Disney. That's smart.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I will definitely be watching them both days. <laughs> I mean hell, I've been keep keeping up with uh Moon Knight. Like I've been keeping up with all like the shows that have been released on Wednesday. Like that's the first thing I do in the morning is like walk or I go and watch whatever show is on. Like I watched Moon Knight this morning, so
1: Still haven't watched even episode one yet.
0: You
2: haven't?
1: No, I know. Dude, it's good. That's what I've heard. I know, I need to just sit my ass down and watch it.
0: Yeah, you just do it. It's it's so good.
1: Is it? you, you, You liked Loki, right? Yes. Okay, is it better than Loki? So far? Or would you put it on the same... Levels. That's interesting. Because I was not a fan of Loki. I'm sorry to say.
0: (laughs) I would say it's more on the level of... Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Okay. I'm cool with that. Because I loved that show.
0: Yeah. Like... You know how Falcon and the Winter Soldier had like a really strong open. And then a bit of a slower end. Yeah. It was kind of the opposite. It had a really... it, not really slow. It had a slower start, but by the end, I was just like, invested.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: And then episode two did not disappoint in the slightest. <laughs> Sweet. So, okay. highly, highly recommend. Um, anyway, um. that, I've completely spaced what I was going to say. Uh, That covers everything in news for today. Uh, So let's say we move on to this week's headliner. Let's do it. this week's headliner we will be breaking down technically sony's newest marvel movie yeah <laughs> i do not want to associate this with marvel in the slightest but you can anyway yeah um yeah so this is sony's newest installment of i guess one-off characters or whatever not one-off. I mean, Venom's more than than one. I mean, anyway, it's the Spider-Man in. anti-hero Morbius. Um, yeah, so if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Uh, The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, Rose is about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you. So if you have not gone to see it. Now
1: you don't have to. (laughs) You're welcome.
0: You're welcome.
1: Oh yeah! As you so, can tell, we loved this movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're being really harsh on it. It wasn't. It wasn't unwatchable. It was almost there. It was almost there, but it wasn't quite there. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, we. Trust me they they tried. <laughs>
1: Dude, I have to keep telling myself, Jonathan, you don't need that steel book. Even though it would go into your, you know, Spider Man collection, you don't need the steel book.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. We're we're being really mean right now, but we'll <laughs> we'll explain ourselves. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, you might want to skip this or come back to it later when you have seen the movie. If you don't plan on seeing Morbius, by all means, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so, Rose, would you like to read us a synopsis I would this love
1: to. All right. At a hospital in Greece, 10-year-old Michael Morbius welcomes his surrogate brother, Lucian, whom he renames Milo. They bond over their shared blood illnesses and desire to be normal. Their adoptive father and hospital director, Nicholas, arranges for Michael to attend medical school in New York while he focuses on caring for Milo. 25 years later, Michael publicly declines a Nobel Prize for his work with synthetic blood. Michael's colleague, Martine Bancroft, discovers he has secretly captured dozens of vampire bats from Costa Rica in the hope of splicing their genes with his own to cure his condition. After informing Nicholas and Milo of his planned illegal experiment, Michael receives funding to outfit a private mercenary vessel in international waters with his equipment. While the cure works, it transforms Michael into a vampire. Michael kills and drains the crew of their blood after they attack him out of fear. Once his bloodlust subsides and he regains his senses, a horrified Michael erases all CCTV footage of his experiment before contacting the authorities and jumping overboard. Michael returns to New York and discovers he now has superhuman strength, speed, reflexes, and echolation, with his vampire bats treating him as a bat. He subsists on his synthetic blood until it gradually ceases to satisfy his needs. FBI agents Simon Stroud and Al Rodriguez investigate Michael's victims and deduce his involvement. Milo learns that Michael is cured, but becomes furious when Michael refuses to cure him as well. While checking on a hospitalized Bancroft, Michael finds a dead nurse drained of her blood. Believing he was responsible, he attempts to escape before being cornered and arrested. In prison, Michael is visited by Milo, who offers to use his wealth to free him. Upon realizing Milo took his cure and killed the nurse, Michael escapes to confront him. An un... An unrepentant Milo confesses to his bloodlust induced crime and urges Michael to embrace his powers as he has. Unwilling to hurt his brother, Michael flees. Michael meets Bancroft to explain what Milo has done before acquiring a new lab and developing an anti coagulant to stop and kill Milo, where he also plans to use it on himself since he will become unable to resist his bloodlust. Stroud and Rodriguez find footage of one of Milo's attacks and Believing Morbius's vampirism to be spreading, release it to the media. Nicholas recognizes Milo and pleads with him to stop. Angered by Nicholas's perceived preference for Michael, Milo wounds and forces him to call Michael. Michael watches Nicholas die while Milo attacks Bancroft. Michael returns to Bancroft, but she dies in his arms and he drinks her blood. The, oh yeah, that, that 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 was quite a scene. It's like I love you, but you know what? I'm gonna drain the your dead body, and blood.
0: Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs>
1: <sighs> Michael confronts Milo and summons an army of bats to restrain him and inject the anticoagulant. Milo dies, and Michael flies off with the bats, mourning his loved ones and embracing his identity as a vampire. Unbeknownst to him, Bancroft is revived by her newly developed vampiric powers. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. In the after credit, or sorry, post credit scene, Adrian Toomes is tra- transported to Michael's universe by a spell. Assuming that his transportation involves Spider-Man, Toomes approaches Michael and suggests that they form a team. And for those that don't know, Adrian Toomes is uh, the the Vulture in uh Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe.
0: Dude. I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Why in the hell did he think it had something to do with Spider-Man?
1: I have, yeah.
0: That is such a stretch.
1: And the fact that freaking Morbius is just like on board, it's just like, you don't even freaking know Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, Venom I'm didn't even I'm like... know
0: who the hell Spider-Man was. Yeah. Like and that, that would have first... made
1: more sense honestly if if he would have approached uh, uh Eddie Brock.
0: Yeah, dude, it's just like I don't know how I got here but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with Spider-Man. Who the f- is Spider-Man? <laughs> like are you kidding me? Like it's so dumb.
1: <laughs> and yeah.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Just I think, I think if we teamed up, you and me and some other people could do do some like real damage together. And I'm just like, oh my god, you know. And I thought setting up the Sinister Six and the Amazing Spider Man Two was bad. This is worse.
0: <laughs> this is so much worse, dude. Like, come
1: on. At least that one had like a cool setup. Like, yeah, it wasn't well executed, but at least like they actually, I feel, put thought into how they were gonna put. Uh, set up the Sinister Six? Yeah, I felt like literally they're just like, okay, let's bring Michael Keaton back as Vulture. Okay, what do you want him to do? Well, I don't know. Try to set up the Sinister Six? I don't know how we're going to do that, but I guess we'll
0: figure, out, figure it out when he gets to set. Dude, they messed up so much shit with that end credit scene. So the first thing he does when he gets released from jail in this different universe was... Go and build himself a new vulture suit?
1: Yeah, which, where the hell did he get the materials for that?
0: Yeah, and second, did he even, like, know how to build that shit? I thought that was the tinkerer.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I thought, too! <laughs> and it looked, it looked like nothing looked different. It looked the exact same.
0: I mean, the mask looked a little bit different. Oh, it like, did? It, I
1: didn't even notice.
0: Well, just the way... I don't know. i would have to go back and look at it, but... In Spider-Man: Homecoming, it his mask looked like a flight helmet. Mm-hmm. In this, it did have like that those flight helmet elements to it, but it also seemed like it looked like it had a, a beak, not like a protruding one. It's just like they had metal kind of highlighting that look.
1: Okay, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, like I thought it was really cool. Like the suit looks looks bitchin like i'm yeah. not complaining about that at all it's just how the f- did he get it
2: <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah, he, I was
0: mean,
1: clear- he wasn't transported to morbius's universe in that he was transported in his white um jail cell uniform
0: dude and how shitty of a of a sorcerer is dr strange <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean We'll find out in the multiverse of madness,
0: dude. First off, he doesn't e- he he doesn't even say, like he does this this po- or this spell to send people back to their original universes. That's all he was supposed to do, and somehow he missed a piece of venom, and then sent a Spider-Man villain to a completely different freaking universe. Yeah. Um, excuse me? <laughs> if we get a new Spider-Man, it, they better explain that. Like, like yeah. exactly like that. They better be like, oh yeah, this Spider-Man's from a different universe too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, oh my gosh. But anyway, getting into freaking Morbius, because I could go on for days about that damn... I mean cameo. I could too
1: but you know that that was like my favorite part of the whole movie but it's just because I loved seeing Michael Keaton back as vulture
0: dude that was the laziest writing I think I've ever seen I would absolutely agree with you and that's saying a lot because there was a shit ton of lazy writing in this movie Yep and we are going to cover it all let's do it so starting off with story. Um like we said, Morbius has well, what what is it he has?
1: Oh, the type of disease it doesn't say. Let me see. Basically if I can he has find problems wh- Excuse me, his mobility problems, that's the biggest thing. Speaking okay, that, yeah.
0: yeah it's just some rare a... blood disease.
1: Okay. Speaking of that, can we talk about I don't know how you feel about Jared Leto's method acting, but it's kind of starting to get on my nerves.
0: <laughs> His method acting?
1: Yeah, like, remember with, like, Suicide Squad, how he sent, like, he sent, like, dead rats and, like, used condoms to, like, the other cast members in character as the Joker? Dude, he... Remember were they
0: actually used? I think they were. That's disgusting. <laughs> I thought he was just sending, like, open condoms to them. If they were used, that's disgusting.
1: Maybe they they weren't used. Maybe they were just open. Um, But, I mean, so, with that, did you hear what he did uh, with his method acting for this movie?
0: No, but I saw a video where someone was making a joke about it, so I didn't know if there was actual, like, real stuff that he was doing.
1: Oh, yeah, so, in order to... So, just so he could stay in character um with the whole you know unfortunately not being able to walk and you know this is nothing against you know people that have to use crutches but um i just <laughs> with his character uh he literally would um if he had to use the bathroom or anything like that if he couldn't use it using his crutches he would actually have uh cast members well not cast members like crew members help him use the bathroom and I'm sorry, that's that's just that's just too much for me. Um like come on man, like ugh, I I uh I hate Jared Leto's method acting. I really do. It it frustrates the hell out of me. Dude, he is so aggravating. <laughs> he, like <laughs> Dude, like I, I get you know what? I kudos to anyone that really puts themselves in a role like that, you know, like, really dedicates themselves, but I'm sorry, that is just, that's too far. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I I gotta stay in character, so, you know, since, you know, I can't, you know, really use the bathroom with my, uh, my crutches, I'm gonna have someone, you know, unzip my pants so I can take a leak.
0: Jeez. Dude, I thought most of that shit was fake. No, it's true. (laughs) I oh, wish you man. Fake. Then I have some people to apologize to because they're like, dude, check out all this shit. And I was like, <laughs> like, you had me with the first couple, but that just seems ridiculous. <laughs> no, dude, that, that is how Jared Little is.
2: That, that, that is. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't understand the appeal of hiring actors that get that into character. They must be a nightmare to work with.
1: Yeah, I've heard Jerry Little can be hit and miss, with working with.
0: Jeez, dude, what's like? He was doing like he was acting like vampire stuff too, or was it just the blood disease?
1: I think it was just the blood disease. Okay. I hope it wasn't the whole vampire If it was the vampire
0: thing, too, I'm like, you weren't even that kind of vampire, asshole.
2: (laughs) Dude.
1: Okay, I I apologize for the the language I'm about to say. But in the line, when he says, when he's in the jail and he says, you know, I'm getting hungry. He wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. I almost said, shut the fuck up, dude. (laughs) So loud in the theater. Like, no, don't try to turn this into a Hulk line. No. dude.
0: I want to know oh my gosh this is just going to get this is kind of just a mixture of story and writing for me <laughs> yeah what I'm the gonna... hell was up with the freaking captain of that ship going down there he's like I'm going to go check on the doctor like okay fine like go check on, on him like whatever and then he goes in and he's just like starts giving uh what's her face martine shit
1: yeah, he was such an asshole. He's just yeah, like, oh, I'm like
0: uh, unnecessarily so.
1: Yeah. Oh, how's it going, nurse? Oh, I'm a doctor. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm like, dude. It is the 22nd, twenty second, twenty first, first, twenty second century, dude. Like, come on, get with the freaking times, asshole,
0: dude. It,
2: whoever freaking
0: wrote this does not know how to write bullies very well. They because know. the kids from the the beginning, when like before he turned like. When it was, like, young Michael and young Milo? Oh, yeah. Dude, those bullies were just so over the top.
1: Seriously, them making fun of them, like, outside the window, I'm just like, you do realize they're probably not even, like, hearing you or paying attention to you. You're wasting your time.
0: Yeah, it's just these kids that are going into school, and or coming out of school, one of the two, and, like, look up, Hey, hey, freaks! (laughs) Be like... You can't even see me, bitch! <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> oh, good lord.
0: So, so dumb. And then. Uh, dude, the whole shit with um, the two agents was uh... so unnecessary.
1: It it really was. It seemed though like the guy that was opposite Tyrese Gibson. It feels like he was given more to do than Tyrese was.
0: Yeah, and he was treated like a second class agent.
1: Yeah, <sighs>
0: it's freaking ridiculous, dude. Um, I'm, I'm now I'm gonna save that for writing. Dude, they had so much stuff in this that just came out of nowhere. Like, the fact... Like, with Martine having a cat? Like, how was that that significant at all? Yeah, that was just, like, so random.
1: And then, yeah, it cuts to a scene. Yeah, because, like, they go to her apartment. Like, the two FBI agents go to her apartment. She's not there. And then, yeah, we cut to the next scene where she's with Michael and she's feeding her cat. And literally she accidentally cuts her finger on the can.
0: Yeah, that was – that. the whole cat thing was purely so she would cut her finger.
1: Yep, just so he could be like, oh, God, I I I, I sense blood. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> He's so dumb. Guess what? She's a scientist. Scientists work with sharp shit. She could just Yikes. cut herself on anything else.
1: Uh, speak. Okay. Is was it just me or the opening, like where he's in? Um, where the hell was he when he like discovered all the vampire bats?
0: The opening. Yeah. Oh, in the cave. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, that it? was it. That was the opening.
1: Okay. Did they say where that was?
0: Um. They did.
1: they did. I just can't remember.
0: I can't either.
1: Nor did I really give a shit to remember. Right. Um, but I don't know if if you had a problem. I had a hard time hearing the audio in that part. Yup. Okay. Dude, there were
0: so many times where I couldn't hear the freaking audio.
1: Okay, good. I'm not the only one.
0: Like, dude, when he was walking into the damn uh, money laundering place, I didn't understand a freaking thing he said. Yeah. Like even that the though, one... even Sorry, the freaking line where he was like like making that I am Venom joke, no one in my theater laughed at that because none of us could freaking understand it.
1: I mean, I was the only one in my theater, and I didn't even laugh at it. Yeah, because well, like I hate ugh. that. You know, I will fully I, I kind of hate that they took. And I never thought I'd say this. I kind of hate that they took out the part after he says that. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's, you know, it's your friendly uh, Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. They straight up take that out. All he says, is, I am Venom. And then the guy runs away. That yeah. part was kind of funny. But, no, it was oh, freaking you know, stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. But I feel that like made more sense than him just saying, I am Venom. And the guy just running away.
0: Um, yeah. Dude, I always thought in the trailers that him like giving away his identity <laughs> was, was even d- dumber. <laughs> Fair enough. And just that, like the cockiness, too. And he was walking into that place, he's just like, Oh, is this the part where the, the strange hooded man kicks everyone's ass? That's my favorite part. Dude, just freaking kick their ass and leave, dude.
1: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you, 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 you don't have to try to do quips. You're not good at it.
0: Yeah, dude, the only quip that I thought was kind of funny was when Martine was checking to see if, if daylight burned him.
1: Okay, yeah, that was funny.
0: That was, I thought that was hilarious.
1: That Yeah. And it's that, just that, the way
0: that he pulled, like he played it and he just like reached for the coffee and went, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that's okay. Yeah, like, that's hey, clever. Not that
1: kind of vampire. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I will. Okay. Yeah, I did chuckle at that part and I, I didn't think I would actually chuckle in this movie yeah but yeah that that was um that was pretty funny
0: there were some things that they did in this that i think weren't meant to be funny but were dude please tell me it wasn't just me but i laughed my ass off when she went to the freaking bat cage that he has in there and was like oh, you're going to get in trouble for this. Like, they could take your license. This is unethical. Blah, 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 blah. And then they like they show, like, a different angle of the room. Hit, hit, all his walls are freaking mirror, like, glass. Yeah, yeah, that,
2: yeah, oh, my God. Like,
0: ooh, like, if anyone sees this, you're going to be in trouble. Bitch, everyone can see them. <laughs>
1: it's just nobody gives a shit, apparently.
0: Yeah, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> Are you kidding okay. me?
1: I swear in that scene when she's like saying that, it cuts to like another shot and you can actually see someone looking in in the
0: background. Yeah. No, someone freaking walks past. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. I I wanted to freaking blow my top with that dumb shit.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs>
0: Another thing, dude. Um, the first nurse that's killed by Milo. Um, I mean, we don't know. It's like it's duh. It's freaking Milo.
1: I mean, it, it later on it is said to be Milo. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But like, I, I could, I freaking called it, dude. Like, I was like, "There's no way that that's Morbius."
1: <laughs> yeah. The only th- cool thing about that scene was, um. The whole lighting fixture—the way that they were able to do that—that that was kind of cool.
0: It was cool, but impractical as all hell.
1: <laughs> uh, true, but better logic with lighting than this movie did. Fair. That's saying something.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, that was that that lighting was just so dumb. Yeah, how did
1: you, um, speaking of uh, Milo, how did you feel about his character?
0: I liked him a lot.
1: I will give him, I will, the one positive that I can say about this movie is you can tell Matt Smith was having a blast playing the villain. And it showed.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I would have personally taken out was him dancing.
1: Yeah, that was a little too much.
0: Yeah, that was just way too much but everything else that he did was so good
1: yeah it really was
0: but i would have liked to see him take the freaking cure <laughs> or the yeah. the not the it's not a potion the
1: antidote the injection yeah the antidote or whatever the hell you want to call yeah, it yeah i can't
0: like not i would have liked to see right him after yeah like he went into morbius's lab sees morbius having like a total freak out or like a blood withdrawal and then comes out gets kicked out by morbius and then the next time that we see him he's full vampire
1: yeah how the yeah how the hell did he even get it
0: yeah how did, like, first, yeah, one, how did he get it? Two, how did he know that's what it was?
1: Yep, yeah, exactly. It's not labeled vampire, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, then, oh, oh for, while we're at it, freaking third. Why the hell did Morbius freaking grab the other two? Y- yeah. Guess exactly. what? If I realize, oh, I've been cursed, I'm grabbing the other two, smashing them, and then leaving.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I will be the only one that will ever be infected with this. I'm not letting giving anyone the chance to take this on.
0: Freaking dumb. <laughs> There's a lot of mov- things
1: in this movie are freaking dumb.
0: Yeah, and it's all like stuff that's so easily fixed. Yeah. <sighs> you know, um. I really,
1: I don't know like anything about the character of morbius because like with the 90s spider-man because me and my buddy jc were talking about this like how he was in 90s spider-man the 90s spider-man cartoon and then i guess he was also in spider-man 3 the video game i don't remember him in either of those now i did not play the whole spider-man 3 game and i have never introduction to morbius um i don't know if i really care to (laughs) explore the character anymore uh, he's got to be better than this, right?
0: From what I've seen of him, I like. I did not, I did not know him from the Spider-Man video game, but I did watch the. I like. I knew him from the '90s Spider-Man show. Okay, but he was, it was pretty much the same thing. Like, I don't think they like they played on his. Um, his, uh, medical condition. Like, they didn't really focus too much on that. Um, what they really focused on was his powers. Like, he took, like, a, like, it was still, he was working with vampire bats and ended up, like, it was basically the same thing minus the, the blood condition. Okay. From what I remember. Um, And then they brought back or and so when he finally turned, because it's a kids show, um, instead of like sucking out people's blood, he would absorb their plasma. And it was weird because he wouldn't like bite them. He had like these weird suction cup things on his hand, which were freaking gross. Um, But he would like touch people and it would like absorb their their plasma and kill them.
1: I'll give them a for effort.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously you have to adapt it for a children's show, but Yeah. I mean Okay, yeah, it, if that's the so case. So that's I'm glad all that... I knew about morbius.
1: Okay, if that's if that's the case, I am glad that they went with the blood sucking in this movie cuz that yeah, that would have just been dumb for
0: this film. Yeah, it would have. Um I'm trying to think of some other shit. Oh, um, Martine getting attacked by Milo and freaking big ass air quotes dying at the end. Or like we assume that she dies, dude, I I knew freaking good damn well that they weren't killing her off as soon as she did that weird freaking lip biting thing and like seductively licked his blood off of her lip. I'm like, okay, well, first off, she's turning into a vampire. Second, gross. <laughs> and three, was that supposed to be sexy? Because it wasn't. <laughs> and
1: fourth, I don't know about you, but I never. I didn't feel any sexual tension between them. The point when she kisses him, and I'm just like, okay, well, this. This honestly romantic relationship just came out of nowhere for me.
0: Honestly, the only part of the. Ro- like, that. Hinted towards their, um, like the sexual nature of their relationship was when Morbius and Milo were talking on that walk. And, like, he started talking about Morbius or, uh, Martine.
1: Okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, I'm freaking nowhere for me. It's like, that was very unnecessary. Why couldn't we have just kept them that, that they're, colleagues but they're also like really good friends they really care about each other
0: do
2: we
1: really have to always turn it into uh, them being romantically involved with each
0: other that they love each other yeah so I don't know what the hell they were playing at with that I'm like this is so freaking stupid but overall when we I'm going to freaking destroy this movie when it comes to writing dude (laughs) but same. the story was not horrible they they had a i felt they had a really i had the same problems with the pacing of this movie that i did with the with fan four stick well, agree with that it was so this this movie was what two hours long not even that
1: it was an hour and forty five hour forty five it it
0: felt really,
1: really fast. It, did, yeah, it, yeah, it did. Yeah, the, yeah, when it like already started to be like the final fight between Milo and uh, Morbius, I'm just like, holy shit. Okay, like, and we're there. <laughs>
0: well, oh shit. Okay, that was fast. Yeah, it was just it was too quickly paced. It really um, was which is weird to say because i feel like the movie dragged in some areas and it was it dragged in the areas it didn't need to. Yep. And so uh, yeah, it had some major pacing problems unfortunately. Um gosh, where am i going to put this? The overall just the overall story with the fight between Milo and Morbius I felt like you could have gotten a little bit more. I think you could have had some better fights between um, Milo and Morbius and just I feel like we needed to see Milo turn.
1: Yeah I, would, yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Like I would have actually the way that I would have handled it was have them like argue back and forth about the the serum like a, a little bit more, mm-hmm. then have like basically show us that what that Milo took the serum. So show us that he took it and then have it be a fight of experience where Milo is going around killing people. Mm -hmm. like an absorbing um like red blood and becoming like powerful like have him go through that and then at the final end point like show him um show like that final fight and then also show like I feel like they could have shown us like uh, uh what am I trying to say Maybe more interactions with, with the bats, because I did not think that Morbius had, like, the ability to control bats. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. Like, he's some freaking waterbender. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, he straight up pulled a Dragon Ball move.
1: Oh, yeah, dude, straight up.
0: Like, straight up freaking Kamehameha the bats at milo which i was just like dude are you shitting me (laughs) like even in my head when he was doing that i was like ah man oh my god i love it (laughs) that's so great like that's the freaking sound that was playing in my head
1: (laughs) i love it that's awesome
0: so yeah i was just freaking this is eh. So it had it had some issues, but I mean if on paper <laughs> the story's not like horrible. It's like, hey, this dude turns himself to a vampire because of this rare blood condition that him and his friend have, and he refuses to give his friend said serum, and so his friend takes it, becomes a blood sucking beast of his own, and they fight. And then yeah. all like like that like that premise is like is pretty good. It's just the little details that they screw up horribly. Yeah, 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 I would agree. So. I, I'm, I think with story because of the pacing issues, because of the. uh, Just the things that I feel they rushed and the things that they decided to focus on. That were just completely unnecessary to the overarching story I think I'm at like a 74 for the story and I'm oh, be- I'm I feel like that's more than fair yeah I'm lower than that <laughs> where are you at I'm in the 60s dude <laughs> <laughs> like trust me I- I'm freaking tearing this movie up when it comes to writing but story I feel just because of how it was watchable it like that's that no that like i under if you wanted to get put it in the 60s like put it in the 60s like i i can easily like you can justify that all freaking day to me (laughs) um just for me personally it it was watchable okay Uh, do i see myself going back and exploring this movie Probably as frequently as I do the original Suicide Squad, which isn't very often.
1: <laughs> I mean same, but I will I'd watch that movie again before I watch this movie again, if I'm being honest here.
0: Yeah, I I'm on the opposite. I, I would actually watch Morbius before I watched
1: the Real Okay.
0: Suicide Squad.
1: Okay, so Alright, that's fair. So I'm gonna go a sixty eight for story.
0: Yeah, I I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that averages us out to a seventy-one for our story grade. Uh, moving on over to writing. Good lord, I dude, I'm not even going to kind of sugarcoat this.
1: It's bad. It's I
0: sad. I'm at a. MF, like, a 60.
2: Just dude, a straight-up
0: 60. Yeah, dude, same. <laughs> they had so many issues. It's the details. The di- Like, a lot of the dialogue was fine. Like, I, I didn't hate the dialogue overall. It's just they had a bunch of unnecessary dialogue. Yeah. Like, the whole oh, yeah. conversation between Morbius and Milo about his relationship with Martine was so stupid it was really hard to hear it which we will be getting into with music
1: <laughs> i will full you know what honestly i might watch this movie again at home just so i can actually have the subtitles on and actually hear what the hell they were saying at the beginning of this movie
0: yeah i know right that's frickin- the only reason i will watch this movie again yeah freaking joke um but yeah, they did not set up the romantic connection between Morbius and Martine very well. It felt very just like professional colleague or really like close friend. Yeah, thank you. And I feel like they, they could have had some like pretty interesting things to do if they would have taken that route. But no, they had a freaking pencil in... A romantic relationship it just did not work
1: not one bit not one bit
0: and honestly like i feel this movie like just kind of which is it's weird to say this because of how much killing happened in this movie but it didn't feel like the stakes were very high no dude not at all like, I know that Nicholas died, but he was just so, such an insignificant part of the story.
1: Yeah, did, like, really anyone care when he died?
0: Yeah, it just no, felt like... Uh, honestly, if I, w- I felt more hurt f- about that, that nurse.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, straight up.
0: Yeah, so when he died, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. And that's not what you want. So it just felt like very cheap when Martine died. And then I'm like, well, we know she's coming back to life. And then she did. I think it would have been much more powerful if she sacrificed herself to or for, for Morbius to take on Milo.
1: I absolutely agree
0: yeah that would have been a
1: very good character sacrifice yeah like moment
0: like i'm trying to think of like how you would play that out without it being like super soap (laughs) (laughs) opera-y but maybe you don't want it to be like general hospital or young and the restless no like maybe milo freaking like scratches the shit out of her Or, like, claws the hell out of her. And so she's, like, already on the verge of dying. But is able to, like, wrap herself up enough where she's not, like, bleeding out. And so, and then Morbius goes to her and is, like, they have, like, their pre-boss fight conversation. (laughs) And then he's just, like starts talking about or she starts giving him that like that pep talk like you're more powerful than you think and like but you're gonna need all your strength and that rips her band-aids off and then it's like the freaking just blood overwhelms him and then he has to like suck her blood or something like i don't know freaking something like that <laughs> dude you're already but like i said super super soap opera. dude like i said it, it feels in my head very soap, ro- soap opera <laughs>
1: It was better than what they came up with.
0: Yeah. Like, it was just so weird. Yeah, it really was. It it was like... It felt like she was trying to turn him on. Yeah. Which was just so uncomfortable, because she, like... When she she went in for the kiss, she, like, bit the shit out of his lip, and he started bleeding. And then it, like, landed on her lip, and then she, like licks it off and like the look on her face dude I'm just like you're dying
1: (laughs) that would be the last thought on my uh on my brain oh I gotta get off at least one more time before I bite the dust yeah I'm just
0: eh you guys could have held that back yeah (sighs) ugh but yeah unfortunately the rest of this movie freaking just it's uh horrible yeah it, it like like i said the dialogue was not horrendous the dialogue by itself i would probably put in like the high 60s or like low 70s but it's all the extra bullshit that they threw in that brings it down as far as it did it's just yeah. it's, it's borderline distracting yeah yeah
1: i would agree with that So, like, yeah, not my
0: favorite. (laughs) Not even close for me. Not even a little bit close. Which sucks, because Sony, you have... (sighs) Sony does not... I don't know what Sony's deal is. You either release something that's, like, fairly good to complete and utter shit. How do you go from No Way Home to this? Dude, how do you go from Into the Spider-Verse to anything lower than that? That's true, because that's just
1: masterpiece.
0: Yeah, like, this movie <laughs> makes me worry for for Across the, the Spider-Verse.
1: It doesn't for me, just because the people that made this movie have nothing to do
0: with that movie. True. I don't know, like, this does not feel like a fan-made movie. No, it does not. All right, moving on over to acting. We don't have, like, a huge cast to talk about. I honestly think we just cover the main three. Yeah. Yeah, so we have... Uh, Michael Morbius, who is played by Jared Leto. Milo, who is played by Matt Smith. And Martine Bancroft, who is played by Adria Aj- Aj- Arjona. So, yeah, so... um. Yeah, I mean, we we had some other people in this. Um, Like, I'll just go through them real quick, just because we can. Um, We have Jared Harris, who played Dr. Emil Nicholas, who was kind of the surrogate father for Morbius and Milo. Tyrese Gibson and Al Madrigal, who played the two, were they FBI?
1: I think so. His last name is Madrigal? Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Like That's the actor's cool. name is.
1: That's really cool. I love. <laughs> I love that.
0: Um. Yeah. So they they play the two agents, which completely unnecessary to anything. Like you could have gotten someone else to play Tyrese Gibson's role. You did not need a, a name like Tyrese Gibson.
1: Yeah, and honestly, after his acting that I saw in uh, the Fast and Furious ride, I just like, you know what? You really are hit and miss, buddy. You really are. Yeah. And sm- most of the time, you're more so misses for me. Sorry. Yep. You heard it. Have ab- you seen the clip of his acting on that ride?
0: Uh, no, but I'm I'm just, I'm actually, I'm just not a big fan of his acting in general. Dude, yeah, dude, I don't believe, there is a
1: scene where an FBI agent comes in to where him and his, I think a a couple of other characters are in this room, and he's just like, FBI, uh, you know, I'm here to arrest you guys, get on the ground, and he's just like, dude, do you see this shirt? I just ironed this shirt. I'm not getting on the ground. I'm just like, oh my god, that has got to be one of the stupidest lines I have ever heard. (laughs) and he says it so stupidly too oh
0: my gosh yeah um tyrese gibson it's a dope i don't have anything to say about you man (laughs) he said it's a no from me dog it's It's a a no no from me (laughs) (laughs) all right how would you you rank the like your top three
1: Uh, number three, what's her name? Bancroft. I'm just going to call her her character. Bancroft. Okay. Uh, two, uh, I would actually give to Jared Leto. Um, don't, I swear, Jared Leto is also another, he's hit and miss with me. Sometimes I love him. Sometimes I hate him. He's more misses than hits, unfortunately. He really is, um joker he was an absolute miss um but i will fully admit i did like him in this role a lot better than joker but that's not really saying a lot
0: (laughs) um yeah that's not a high bar so honestly, i'm checking his imdb right now just to see if there's anything that i've seen of his that i've liked
1: so probably this i would say this is probably my favorite jared leto performance so far and that's not really saying a lot because it's really not even that good um So, number two, I would give to him. Because, yeah, isn't he in like... Because, I mean, I haven't seen House of Gucci yet. But he's in that. Oh, no. Oh, God, what?
0: Oh, no! (laughs) What? I just looked up his IMDb. (laughs) He has an untitled Jared Leto slash Joker project. That was just announced. Someone slip my throat now, please. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, um... How I about like no? Yeah, um... Anyway, I'm going through his... His IMDB. And there is not a single thing on here that I he liked that is so sad have you seen dallas buyers club uh no I, okay i haven't either yet but i've seen he was an american psycho didn't really care for him in that wait like the original with yeah oh shit he's like the first person that christian bell's character kills
1: I mean, I've never, I've
0: never seen American Psycho. So, spoiler alert. You're <laughs> not missing a whole lot. I think people overhyped that movie.
1: <laughs> but the Steelbook though was incredible.
0: Okay, the Steelbook's pretty was pretty bitching. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, but dude, what the hell is this? He they have uh, sixty acting credits, but a lot of them are freaking TV shorts and music videos.
2: Yeah,
1: music videos don't count as acting.
0: Yeah, not even a little bit.
1: Oh my! So yeah, I'd probably say that this is the only for the. uh, Like I said, I haven't seen House of Gucci, so like this is the only role that I can kind of tolerate him in, and that's (laughs) that's not saying a lot. Nope. Uh, Because God, his Joker is a disgrace to the character. Yup. Um. But anyway, so yeah, he's number two. Uh, and then number one is Matt Smith uh, as Milo, because he was having a blast in this role, and it showed, and honestly, I, I honestly loved watching him on screen when he when he was, like,
0: full-on bad guy. It, it was a good time. Dude, that is exactly how I would rank those two. Really? Hell yeah. yeah. Matt. Dude, Matt Smith is an amazing actor.
1: He really is.
0: I was introduced to him through Doctor Who, um, when he played the Doctor, and oh, dude, he's just incredible. Like he's just—he got more work nowadays. I know, dude. He's
1: sad that he doesn't.
0: He is so good. He like his more, like. <sighs> I would say a handful of his, of the episodes from Doctor Who that I've seen him in, there have been multiple times where his performance has given me chills.
1: That's fair. I mean, I've only seen, because I was introduced to him with Doctor Who as well, but it was only like one episode where it was when him and David Tennant's Doctor crossed over, and that's literally the only episode I've ever seen of Doctor Who, (laughs) Um, but from what I remember... A pl- like, amazing acting from both of them, but especially Matt Smith.
0: Yeah, he's just incredible. He gives such powerful performances. And, yeah, I, I wish he got more more work. I, I just have a feeling that, like, he knew that this movie was going to be shit. And he's just like, okay,
1: you know what? If I have to be the bad guy, I'm going to have fun with this. And it really showed.
0: Yeah. Um... Oh, it's freaking awesome! He's going to be in the uh, the new um, Game of Thrones spinoff, The House of the Dragon.
1: Ooh! And it seems Game like he's Thrones, a main character in that.
0: Um, let's see, what else has he done? He was in The Crown. I haven't watched that. Doctor Who. Seems like Doctor Who was the thing that just like kicked off his career.
1: Rightfully so.
0: Yeah, other than that, I haven't seen anything else, but um, I mean, shit, like, he is such a powerful actor and it sucks that he was in this level of movie. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he can bounce back from it. Yeah. <sighs> shit, dude, like, honestly, I like after seeing his performance in this. And just knowing the potential that he has, I would have actually preferred to see him as Morbius. Oh, dude, same. Straight up. Yeah, like, honestly, I feel the only reason Jared Leto got this is just because he already has that look. Yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, Milo's... Uh, vampire self was just so much more intimidating
1: it was it like honestly there were like some shots that kind of like
0: scared me a little bit oh yeah dude for sure uh, but unfortunately <laughs> being the best in a not great movie a good acting score one does not get mm, can only help out your case so much yeah i'm in the low 70s for acting i'm at a solid 70 yeah i i think i'm going to go to a 72 okay um just purely for for matt smith yeah (laughs) he was the like an absolute treat for in this movie he really was like he made such a good villain yeah and it sucks that he was wasted in this movie <laughs> like i could i could probably think of a couple other freaking uh villains that he could play better than this one oh man like dude i hope actually i don't know if that would work just because Sony Universe. I was going to say, I I I would really like to see... Oh shit, he died. I forgot about that. I was going to say, I would really like to see him in Blade. Ooh. Yeah, but Morbius killed him, so... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> anyway. Alright, next up we got... Oh, so for acting... Uh, We averaged out to a 71. Moving on over to character development. Um, Obviously, I think we have to do Morbius. Do we have to? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Unfortunately. (laughs) So, his arc kind of becomes stagnant at a certain point. Um, so when he, he, uh, he's not someone who's super into following the rules, Yes. at least when it comes to like legal stuff. So in the beginning, he starts off on this kind of uphill battle of trying to find a cure or better treatments for the blood disease that he has. He, like he said, he he's not super into the accolades that come with the things that he's able to discover because, like, he's discovered artificial blood. Or he was able to create artificial blood. And, yeah, like, does not want the recognition for that because he's just so focused on curing his blood disease. And you can tell that he truly cares about his patients like we only see him with one patient and a yeah, little girl yeah and it's just so sympathetic to her yeah that, and it that, seemed like they had a really good relationship
1: yeah.
0: yeah and then that was a good scene you can almost like tell like how much he cares because of the things that he does. Like he's willing to go to the ends of the earth. Pull all this illegal shit that needs to be done in international waters. To find a cure for these people. Mm-hmm. And. I mean I th- I feel like some people could like translate that. And be like oh well that's just a selfish desire. He just doesn't want to die. And I think in some case that's true. There, I think there is a fear of mortality there yeah fair um but I think that that ultimately there is some genuine care there it's not Uh, like just a purely selfish thing I absolutely agree um but after he becomes uh takes that serum and becomes like vampiric You can see that he's trying to... Like, he's happy that he's able to, like, overcome the struggles that come with his blood disease. But also trying to figure out his limits, what he can do. Like, very scientific about the way that he pursues um, figuring out his abilities and whatnot. Which I really liked. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I I loved, like, his... Scientific conversations. Like, that was honestly, like, one of my favorite parts of this. And I think that they could have easily gone with more. They could have, because honestly,
1: what he was saying actually made sense. They weren't just, like, speaking mumbo-jumbo.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, like, overcomplicated doctor talk. (laughs) Yeah. Which, thank the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because, honestly, whenever that happens in a movie, I'm just like, English, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And then... He's like struggling with the things that he has done with killing all of the mercenaries on that, on that boat, thinking that he killed a nurse, um, in his building after like losing control, like unknowing that it was actually Milo. And then just kind of dealing with the, like after that, it turned into a hunt for Milo. Yeah like i I don't th- it, they he just kind of got distracted from what I felt was the main mission and it was like trying to figure out how to manage his his hunger and he didn't do that no no, he did not so just eh, there so I like once he lost track of his mission it just kind of went like any development that he had just kind of went off to the wayside because they brought him down to rock bottom and then they were slowly building him up and then it's like they got cut off before they could like explore his character a bit more because like, oh, we have to get Milo and like hunt him down. And for someone who viewed Milo as a brother, I feel like he was super quick to jump on the, oh, we need to freaking take him out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like there, there wasn't the whole. Oh, this will incapacitate him until we can figure out a cure for this, or and like no discussion like that at all. He's just like, all right, well, bitch, gotta die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh. (laughs) So, like I said, I feel like it's just his character. They were working on it, and then they just like plateaued him to focus on. Uh, like, a hunting story. So I absolutely. don't feel like he got, like, a full good arc, because I feel like a, the f- complete arc would either be him struggling with the hunger, like, seeing him struggle with the hunger, or actually finding a cure for it.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I absolutely agree.
0: Or or just something to, like, cover his ass. Yeah. Which you think for someone who, like, for someone who freaking developed artificial blood, that he'd be able to mix, like, an infinite supply.
1: Yeah, right? But, yeah, no, he's just like, oh, shit, I'm running out.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay, here's a fix. Just keep a couple jugs on you at all times. You have six hours that you have to play with. Like, most people have to eat less than that. You know, there was one scene that, like, kind of
1: pissed me off. It's when he, like, is walking down the alleyway and he follows those uh, paramedics. And he takes the blood from their bag. And I'm just like, I don't even want to know who that was for, who that was supposed to save. Because that's just going to piss me off even more.
0: I, so, I don't think it was for for anyone. I oh, think, wasn't? Oh. no, I feel like if, like, I'm just, like, thinking in a world where artificial blood exists, just having that on hand in emergency situations would be really ideal. Just, okay, it's, like, fair. more like a just-in-case, because with how, with how blood works, you're not able to carry the supply on you. Like it has to be like in a very like temperature controlled area. Yeah. And so taking that out on, on emergency calls is not always like a viable option. So I think with artificial blood, then the need for like actual blood isn't as necessary. And so you can like, take out like small little supplies like hey just in case yeah so i i if it makes you feel better i don't necessarily think that was for anyone
1: okay that actually does okay thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i hey, like how be- i'm justifying the morality asshole. yeah so it's like like it kind of sucks like i have to eat like what every like four or five hours He's like, I have a hunger every every six. That doesn't seem like a bad problem, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, I have to j- like unless it like the shit tasted gross. But I mean, with your you being a vampire and all, I don't assume dude, that it freaking, would. Dude, the freaking
1: the way he freaking chugs that shit, it looks like it's f- like to him, it's a freaking uh, I don't know. To uh,
0: that would be me like chugging a Dr Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> like. Honestly, I would have thrown that shit in, like, a a jug or a freaking flask like Milo did. (laughs) Yeah, right? I'm like, come on, dude. Like, be smart about it. Like, that just seems super inconvenient. (laughs) Have some class, man. Come on. Yeah. So, I I thought that was was pretty funny. But they should (sighs) have... Yeah, and, like, they should have either shown him like managing that a bit more or just fully like fixing his hunger. Yeah. Which again, you have bigger problems. <laughs> like you had like you you invented the artificial blood. You shouldn't have that problem like, "Ooh, I went from 6 hour efficiency to 4 hour." Cool. Like most people still have to eat every 4 hours. <laughs> Like, come on! Like, they're bigger problems that yeah. you could be having. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, there really is. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, they. One thing that I feel like he also said he struggled with was not wanting to partake of red blood because the artificial blood was blue, but it's just red somehow made him like. They weren't super clear on, like, how Red affected him. Like, did it make him more powerful?
1: I honestly can't remember.
0: Yeah, so I feel like they could have dived into some more development if he was wanting more of the, um... Of, like, normal, like, human blood. Yeah. Honestly, I you know what? what I would have actually preferred this would have been some like great character development for him if they were to have him only consuming red blood and then it's like slowly he's running like the s- supply that he has on hand is slowly running out like more and more and more and becoming like less efficient before he needs more of a of a dose And then that kind of pushes him to develop artificial blood.
1: Yeah, that would have been great.
0: Right? But no, they started off with artificial blood and they're like, oh yeah, he was the one that invented it. Then there's no problem there, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. God, dude, you could have written a better movie than
0: this. Dude, easily. (laughs) (sighs) Dude, like, if I were... If I were assigned to do anything, anything story based for these movies, even if it was a character that I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of, I would be doing a like a super deep dive into their character. I would pick out like all of their best story arcs and comics. I'd be reading every like origin story, backstory, like anything that I could get my hands on about that character. And just kind of making it like a, a timeline. Yeah. Like one that like is cohesive to me and be like, okay, this is what the character's been through. And then just kind of like do a, like a character dive, be like, okay, like what drives this character? What, what motivates them? What, what does like, how does this character work? And like, just get in their head. And I would do that with every character. Like, if you were to give me someone, like, freaking, uh, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Like, Black Knight. Like, I don't know a whole lot about Black Knight, but I know damn well that I could still write a pretty bitchin' movie about him.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, given
0: enough. the the time and the time to, uh, to study and, uh, like, learn about the character. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, I feel like it's super easy. Like you just need to take maybe a week of studying the character, right, and then like figure out what the studio wants to do with them, and then right from there. Yeah, like here it was just like okay, there's this some vampire dude that's a Spider-Man villain. Go, like okay, like the the artificial blood could have been like. Ugh, like, it could have been a major character point. I
1: would honestly hate if I were given to write this movie. They're just like, okay, I want you to write a movie about, yeah, Morbius, you know, that Spider-Man villain. But we don't want you to mention or involve Spider-Man at all. I'm like,
0: okay. Dude, someone was saying, um, like, scared the shit out of me. Like, there was some TikTok that said, like, yeah, we've been completely lied to. They removed all... All Daily Bugle references. They took out the Venom uh, joke. They took out everything that involved Spider Man in like any way, shape, or form. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, freaking hell. You'd think by now, like, super, like people would know what the hell they're doing and bad superhero movies would be few and far between. Yeah, you'd think, and I wish that was the case, but unfortunately not. Like, dude, this movie felt like it should have been released back in the 2000s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, could you imagine this movie back in, like, Spider-Man 3 era. (laughs) It would have fit way better. Yeah, probably. Like, it would fit so much better. It's just like, the the tone went back to 2000... What, was it? Eight?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, no, Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007.
0: Okay. But still. Yeah, sorry. I I had um, Iron Man on my... Brain. Oh, no, you're good, man. You're good. Um, God, they, it's uh, crazy to think
1: that those movies came out a year
0: apart. Right?
1: Wow. That's crazy.
0: Uh, unfortunately, my character development score isn't super high either. Hey, hey, same. I think I'm in, like, maybe the high 60s. I've.
1: Uh... I'm going to go with, like, a 63.
0: That's what I would give it. This one's tough for me, because, like, the potential for a great character arc was there. just wasn't that well executed. It just wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go to, like, a 67. Nope, 67, not 97. All right, that averages us out to a sixty-five.
1: Not bad. Well, actually, that is bad.
0: I mean, it's not bad for this movie. <laughs> it's true.
1: It's very true.
0: All right, next up we got effects. These were so hit and miss. They were, dude. <laughs> like the opening with the freaking waterfall looked like garbage. Oh yeah. God. Oh.
1: Like, and then, like, half of the, th- like, some parts when they, when hit, uh, Jared Leto and Matt Smith were vampires, sometimes it looked really good. Like, I, I couldn't tell it was CGI for the most part, but then sometimes I'm like, oh my god, how, did you guys even spend, like, a minute on this shit?
0: Yeah, there were sometimes it was super rubbery, other times it looked pretty good. The slow motion scenes, I feel, looked pretty decent. Most of the time, they
1: did, but like honestly, for when they did the slow mo scenes, I'm sorry, that's those just felt so unnecessary.
0: Yeah, they were excessive.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, really, like, I don't really need to see this shit in slow mo. I could give two shits less.
0: Yeah, I think the reason they did that was because of how incapable we were of seeing what they were doing. Fair enough. Um, but I will say this, I am giving this movie some major props for how they portrayed, uh, echolocation.
1: Yes. I, okay. Yeah. I can absolutely agree with you on that one.
0: Like that looked so freaking cool.
1: Yeah, it really did.
0: The one thing I, the only thing I didn't like about it, and it was just because I was, I was getting like, like gross vibes about it. And it, it's, like, nothing against the effect itself. It's just their ears. When they, like, were activating the echolocation, it... it eh. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> it looked gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you that.
0: But, I mean, other than that, it... it I mean, it looked good. It looked really good. I think it was just hit and miss sometimes on the face transformations yeah especially when they wouldn't like fully transform because it just it would just kind of look like their mouth would get bigger and their nose would go up a little bit it <laughs> looked freaking weird yeah it it was it was funky but i mean just the overall look like when morbius was in full vampire mode it looked really cool it did like, kudos to them for being
1: able to actually transition it pretty well from comics to live-action film.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what this gave me some major vibes of? Hmm. Uh, did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
1: I actually didn't. <laughs> Even though I probably should have, because, you know, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is hot. So, I'm amazed that I didn't.
0: Dude, you need to look up what the vampires looked like. In that, okay. because they like the vampires would go from like human faces to like va- their vampire faces, <laughs> it looked exactly like what they were doing, or just like something along those lines. Okay, I gotta see this really quickly.
1: Oh my god, yeah, dude, so true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, that is 100% accurate. You nailed that on the
0: head. Oh, yeah. my God. So that's exactly how they freaking look, dude. Dude, straight <laughs> up. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, the effects were really good. Yeah. Um, Like I said, it was just few hit and misses here and there, but they were few and... Far between. I'm. I'm. Uh, this is definitely the highest. Oh yeah. Category that I'm going to give this, and I think I'm in the high eighties. That's. I'm. I would say I'm in the low seven.
1: Not low seventies. High seventies. I was going to say I, shit, I, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Yeah. No. I. I'm in the high seventies. Um. So, you know, honestly, I'm gonna,
0: I'm going to go ai am going to go 79.
2: Damn.
0: Yeah, I'm I I'm a lot higher. I I feel it, it earned like like I said, the the things that were bad weren't that bad for me, but the things that were good were really good. Mm-hmm. And like okay, I said, the, no, the 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 echolocation for me was the thing that freaking sold
1: you know what? I'm going to actually raise it one point just because of uh, the vulture effects at the end.
0: That's what's raising it. Yeah, the, point. V- the vulture looked pretty badass. Yeah, I'm uh, going to go 87. That's fair. all good Which that averages us out to an 83.5. All right, next up we got Music. Nothing too special about the soundtrack, but I did really like the score. It was really good. Um didn't you point out though earlier there were like
1: some parts where the score was a little too high to where you couldn't really hear what they were saying?
0: The it wasn't even necessarily the score, it's just the freaking like surrounding audio. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, oh, that's right. I I forgot I was going to include that stuff. So that brings it down. Okay music alone i'm at a solid 8 okay but taking into account the uh, the issues that we that we had with being able to understand them yeah at times it was v- very inconsistent like it was weird like oh oh um when when morbius was talking to um mark martine mm-hmm. and it like kind of the camera went behind the the bat tank <laughs> like it's it sounded like he sounded muffled
1: yeah it was honestly almost inau- inaudible
0: yeah like i initially thought like oh someone's listening to them like someone's in that room with them and then it's when it so when it makes more sense yeah and then it like when it didn't end up being that way, I was just like, "Oh, okay, so you just are have really shit sound editors." Yeah, I was like, "Well, that's just bad audio." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that definitely brings me brings me down a bit. Um, so I think I'm at a seven.
1: You know what? I'll, I'll match on that one. Yeah.
0: The um. The rest of the audio, on the other hand, was was really good. Pretty
1: sol- yeah. It was pretty solid.
0: Yeah, it was just like those f- those couple bits. Like for me, it was the conversation in the lab at the beginning. The um the conversation between Michael and and Morbius or Michael well, and Milo uh, when they were walking in the city. And then basically everything when he was taking out that money laundering place. Yeah. Um, Everything else, I mean, it sounded okay. And the score was just, like I said, top notch. All right, next up we got costumes. So I guess for Morbius and Milo, this is more like character design.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which I mean, I, yeah, they weren't. I really so. dug Morbius' look.
1: It it did look really good. I I can definitely agree with you on that
0: one. Yeah, especially when he was in action and had like the full purple, like trench coat. Like
1: I loved that. Yeah, that that did look
0: really cool. Um, with Milo, on the other hand, I didn't care for his suit.
1: Oh, his blue one?
0: Yeah, so it wasn't like a full superhero suit for anyone who hasn't seen this movie. It was just like a, like a normal, everyday work suit. Yeah. But what bothered me about it is he wore a white and blue striped dress shirt and then put a white and blue striped tie on top of it. And then, like, had, like, a normal jacket. I'm just like, that's an odd choice. Yeah. Like, never
1: put two stripes together. It just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, especially of the same color, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have much preferred him either to just have a solid black tie or have, like, a a blood red tie would have been really cool. Ooh, yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, just something to make the rest of his outfit pop a little bit. And it just... It didn't do it for me. I absolutely agree with you. Um, but Morbius, on the other hand... I mean, I know that he was kind of in and out of a hoodie the entire movie. But once he got into, like, the, the, the trench coat... Like, he looked freaking awesome. Yeah, I, I would absolutely
1: agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, so costume-wise... I'm leaning more towards an eight. What are you thinking? I can be talked down to a seven if need be.
1: I know the whole the whole like pattern thing on Matt Smith's like really bugged me, so I would be at a seven. I'm sorry. That that that's, no, really that's
0: fine. We we can definitely go with a seven.
1: But I absolutely agree with you. With Morbius's final design, looked badass.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that will average our costumes out to a seven as well as our music. All right. Last up, we got our own personal scores. You want to take this one? I would love to. Um, so overall,
1: I there's to me, there was very little to like in this movie. Um, li- like I said earlier, my favorite part was literally just Vulture at the end. And even that didn't really make that good of sense that that really needed so much work. Um one of the biggest redeeming things of this movie is Matt Smith as the villain Milo. You can just tell he's having a blast. Um but just Jared Jared Leto needed some work and just that the whole story needed some work and just yeah it, it it really did need need some work. Um so I'm sorry to say I'm actually in the 60s for this movie. And so it's going to be fair. I'm going to go a 68.
0: I might be a little bit higher than you. And just purely because I didn't feel like this was super unwatchable. I think it did have some redeeming qualities to it. Not very many. Not enough for me to be like, ooh, I'm going to go back and rewatch this all the time. Just enough for me to be like okay i can appreciate this from from this movie (laughs) okay okay um like if if this leads us to getting a sinister six movie i'm i'm all in they just better set it up better than they did in this damn movie yeah i am i would be i'm perfectly fine with this being the setup of sinister six as long as sinister 6 isn't nearly as bad as this movie
2: <laughs> yeah
0: um if you want to be on the same level as may as venom or venom let there be carnage sure i mean it's not ideal but it's still better than than this yes um so i'm personally in like 73 range okay like I said, it had redeeming qualities, wasn't completely unwatchable, and I did enjoy myself overall, but it had some significant issues. Very, yeah. And it just it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And after just coming off of No Way Home, just get, getting off that high – it was, it was disappointing.
1: It, it, it really was.
0: It really was. Yeah, so like I said, sitting at a 73, which averages our personal score to a 70.5. And with that, that concludes this week's breakdown. And the final Albro's letter grade for Morbius has come to a C minus. Exactly. This is exactly where we thought it was going to end yeah, up. Yeah.
1: Because I remember, because uh, I told Caleb Monday, like, hey, you know, I just got a, out of seeing Morbius and he asked me, you know, like, oh, what'd you think? And I straight up said, dude, a C minus if I'm being generous. <laughs>
0: and Perfect. Yeah. My I I actually said my initial was a C leaning more towards a C minus. That yeah, I remember that. So that that's funny. (laughs) It's uh, it's right Um, where we want it to be, honestly. Oh yeah. It is actually one of our higher C minus movies, though. Shit. Yeah. So out of our eight C-minus movies. This is number three. We've only had eight? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I will... I'm actually going to pull up our C-movies, too, just so we have, like, a, a full list that we can look through. That's fair.
1: <laughs> I had no idea it was only eight movies that we've given
0: C-minuses to. Was
1: more, yeah, right? I thought it was at least, was at least ten, maybe more.
0: Yeah. So... This is compared so Morbius is sitting at a seventy two point six two percent, which actually this is actually tied for second place. Okay. So this is and this fits damn near perfectly. At least in my opinion. Like I'll, I'll we'll see yours here in a second. So at a 62... 62- or 72.62%. That makes it equal with X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I
1: would, <laughs> I would agree with that.
0: Yep. So, and then that puts it below Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Tom and Jerry is at a 72.93. Okay. Um and then it is also below Space Jam and New Legacy, which is at a seventy three point one eight. But that one is a C. A... So uh, that's okay. a C movie. Okay. Um and it is also below Forever Purge, which is at a seventy three point three one, so that is also a C movie. Okay. And then last it is below The Last Jedi, which is at a seventy four point two eight. Also yeah, a C I've... movie. I probably
1: watched The Last Jedi again for Morbius.
0: And I never thought I'd say that, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. All right, but that puts it above Inheritance Italian Style, which is at a 72.37. So that's a C minus. So everything else that I'm going to list is C minus. It puts it above Countdown which is at a 71.56.
1: That movie's so freaking bad.
0: Uh, It is... Wait, what the hell?
1: What?
0: It is above Cats, which is at a (laughs) 70.48. It is also above Zack Snyder's Justice League, (laughs) which is at a 70.15. Ouch. And then, this is where I got confused. We have another Last Jedi up here. Why do we have two Last Jedis?
1: I think we re-ranked it, didn't we?
0: Did we really? I think we did. Oh. Well, it's above the other Last Jedi. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So it's below... Because it's,
1: I, I think, think like, yo, the back first time low. we felt like we gave it too generous of a score. And so that's why we went back and reviewed it again.
0: Okay. Well if we if that's the case then it's above Last Jedi.
1: Okay. And I probably would agree with that actually.
0: Yeah, I, I would too. <laughs> um but yeah, I think it has a pretty decent home. Being tied with Dark agree. Phoenix, I mean, could you get any more perfect than that? Yeah, dude, straight up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I kept like thinking of like movies to compare to, and when you said Fan Stick, I'm like, yep. And then Dark Phoenix, oh yeah,
0: yeah. We've never scored Fan and I doubt we ever will, unless yeah, someone cause... wants to be horrible to us and recommend that.
1: Yeah, I really don't want to sit through that movie again. Even though I you don't know, I either it twice.
0: Yeah, I don't want to sit through it either. But yeah, if it ended up in this same range, like freaking a
2: yeah that
0: uh, it's just so interesting the movies that tie (laughs) like i I love seeing the movies that tie
1: (laughs) yeah
0: um but yeah so anyway that concludes uh this week's breakdown if you like this episode want to hear more of our stuff be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts we are basically everywhere you can catch all of our episodes on YouTube if you want to listen that way. Um, or you could, And then you can follow us on social media if you want to hit us up with an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week when we do that, since we haven't done that in like a few months. <laughs> um, or if you want to join us for an episode, we would love to have anyone on to discuss any movie. Um, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Can I say one thing, what?
1: No, I feel like we should try to get a question of the week out for Sonic too, just so we could say, like, maybe like, uh, what's who's your like dream Sonic character that you would want to be in Sonic three?
0: Yes,
2: yeah,
0: I'll get yeah, I'll I'll get that made up and okay. send it awesome. to you. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> So if you want to answer that question, (laughs) you can send your answers to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at The All Bros. You can email us at the Channel at gmail.com. Or you can head to our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Bros, where you can find links to everything that we do. Um, And, yeah, you can find links to our podcast. You can listen from the website. You can get merch from the website. You can, basically anything that we do, like I said, if on the website. Um, yeah. So next week, uh, we will be breaking, like Rose said, we will be breaking down Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, so we are super excited for that. Hopefully that exceeds I've, this I've movie. I've
1: heard so many good things about the oh, so for this <laughs> Knuckles.
0: Oh, so excited yes yeah so you guys can look forward to that next week and until then this has been the All Bros Podcast I'm Caleb and I'm Jonathan and we'll catch you
2: guys next time deuces
0: long.